spread. But to, to today, to go to today, I love how he said hungry, humble, smart. Um, those are three ingredients we want out of every person that joins our team, you know, and it's tough. If someone's not hungry, they're, they're not really motivated and really not going to work. And, and, you know, we always say uh, exposure is everything. The fortune is in the follow-up and work with the willing. And so you have to identify who's willing. So we have people to work with that's going to multiply our efforts in working with them. So that's so important. Humility, you know, this isn't an industry that works for people that are selfish or prideful. I mean, it's, it's a we, we industry. If someone's not we, we, they don't last here long. So the quicker we can help them realize and that we realize if they're we, we or not, then, then, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll come in and they'll get out, you know, or they'll come in and we'll change. And most of us need to come in and change. So we have to give that grace to everybody as they join because everyone joins for selfish reasons, but they stay for selfless reasons. Um, to be unclear is to be unkind. That's one I had to learn. I used to be real yellow, real beat around the bush, you know, don't, don't want to hurt anybody. Don't want to offend anybody. And what I've learned over the time with, with my wife being very red, very direct, very aggressive, very clear. At first I was like, wow, it's so offensive. But later I learned that that's actually what it is, is it's honor. Conflict is honor most of the time. So I love that they address that. Uh, great culture never happens by accident. I love all they're talking about culture and vision leaks and values drift, you know, toxicity leaks and vision leaks. So the question is, what are we leaking? Because we're leaking something. Everybody's leaking something. I love how he talked about more, more thoroughbreds, less donkeys, right? And that reminded me back in my military career because you have usually more donkeys, right? More donkeys and, and less thoroughbreds. So the first thing we have to do is, is choose to become thoroughbreds, right? That's a process for, for a lot of us to become a thoroughbred. And the more we become a thoroughbred, the more naturally we're going to attract thoroughbreds, which is ultimately what you would really, uh, what you should be praying for to have in your organization is thoroughbreds. Um, becoming a producer of culture, not just a consumer of it. That's so good. That's all about what we're giving, what we're giving. That's a mindset that we're givers and we're not takers. It's not all about what, what can I grab and what can I take? It's about what can I give and what am I putting out there? Because ultimately the more we give a certain thing, the more we get that same thing. It's the boomerang effect. It's sowing and reaping. It's got a lot of names. So putting it out there in the environment, Hebrews, my, my, all, all the coffee lovers, favorite chapter in the Bible, Hebrews, right? That's Hebrews 12, 11, the discipline, the discipline verse, best verse, best verse on discipline in the entire Bible, because discipline seems pleasant um, or seems painful or how, how's it go? Oh, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful later on. However, it produces a harvest of peace and righteousness for those who have been trained by it. So if you haven't been trained by discipline yet, uh, stop waiting. And, you know, I love Dave was transparent. He talked about losing the weight and he got fat during COVID. And I, I got fat during COVID too. A lot of people got fat. Um, and real leaders apologize. Be a jerk. Apologize. I mean, some of this stuff just kind of makes common sense. I loved his Earl Nightingale uh, definition of success, a progressive realization of a worthy goal. So good. And the last thing I'll just leave it with here, because I took up my first two and a half minutes. I had to show you that video, though. The last thing I'll leave is I love people like Dave are wide open. I really had this aha moment one time when I was learning about the life of Paul in the Bible. And what I love about people like Paul, they are they, they go and they go hard and they run hard. And the, the thing is, is when you go hard and when you run hard, you either go to a great place quick 
or you find out you're heading the wrong way quicker. So instead of taking a whole decade to find out you're heading down a wrong path, you find out in like three months. So like in the life of Paul, he was going down way horrible path, but then he had his road to Damascus moment and he shifted and he changed and he was like, okay, I'm done with that. I'm on to the new path. And that, in my opinion, is how winning gets done. And those are the thoroughbreds. I think of some of my closest friends and they will run hard after something and it'll either fail quick and be over it and pass it to the next thing or people who are more like donkeys just kind of going along like, I think I'm going the right way. You know, kind of think of like Eeyore is not a donkey, but I just think a donkey's an Eeyore kind of like the same thing. You're like, well, give it a little try today. We'll see, but it's raining outside. So I can't leave the house anymore. Where if you're, if you're a thoroughbred and you're a go-getter and you're wide open, like, I mean, he's 60 jumping out of airplanes, you know, getting shot at by Navy SEALs. I love that. Like, come on. We need, we all need some more Dave Ramsey in us. So thank you, Joel, for bringing him on here today. Just a great, great mentor and a great guy. And, uh, you know, we could all learn a lot from things he has to share. So good. Yeah. When, when he said for his 60th birthday, he decided to go out and get shot by Navy SEALs. I was like, huh, that's never once crossed my mind. Hey, let's go play paintball on the opposite side of SEAL Team 6. That just, okay, if that's what you want to do. Go out there and just say, just shoot me now. Uh, let's get this over with. Yeah. I'm like, man, I wonder how many welts he had from that day. Oh, so good. All right, Tay, what do you have written down for notes? Bring the heat. Yeah, I got a lot. I haven't necessarily took his course, uh, the financial piece, but I've listened to a lot of his leadership and I followed uh, one commercial that Chad uh, played. If you don't have the money, they don't buy. And to go even further, if you've got the money and you don't need it, still don't buy it. So I kind of follow that model. Uh, I love when he said, uh, if you want to live, if you live like no one else, then later you can live, you can live and give like no one else. And I kind of adopted a a model of that that's similar. And it is if you want to live a different life, then you have to commit to a different lifestyle. That means you have to make those changes. And one thing that I uh, try to stress is you have to identify your daily disciplines, your non-negotiables. And then you have to build your life around those things Uh, because life is going to continue to happen. But if you like Dave said, like he gets up at a certain time every single morning, uh, even when the pandemic happened, he you know, he said he kind of got off that. But the one thing that he did was he knew his routine. He knew habitually he can get back in the habit to get the results that he wants. So I think that what really stuck out to me with this story is when he noticed the results that he was getting, he just tapped it back into the thing that he was doing before. And then he started to see the results again. So I think same thing with this business. If you aren't seeing the results that you want to see, then obviously you're doing something. You need to make small tweaks and get back to doing the things that you know you've seen the results from before. So that really stuck out to me. And then the second thing he said, it's impossible to build a quality culture around talk to people. And I love that because uh, with just our business structure, like it, you just, we have to deal with people, uh, good, bad, and different. And I think for me, uh, when you're recruiting, uh, one thing that I try to uh, really just keep at the top of your mind, like don't look for the best people, look for the right people. Uh, if you go out and you just say, like, I want to find 100 reds, then you have to know, understand, like with reds, you're going to get very driven people. And if you're surrounded by 100 very driven people, then they're going to bump head all the time and they're going to only want to do things their way. So many times you just have to expand your mind, expand the people that you're looking for. Uh, and then just uh, understand, like, you want to choose character over anything else. Because if you got a person of character, then they're, they're going to always do what's best for the group, for the group, for the team and not for themselves. So uh, and then the third thing, third thing, I, I just love this one because this is how 
just literally been my, this is who I've been transformed into, like this type of person. He said, to be unclear is to be kind. And I think about the video we just listened with John Maxwell, and he said, I care enough to confront you. Uh, and, and I love that. And it's not always con confront some, somebody when they're doing something wrong. Many times it's confront somebody when you see like they're in the point of their life that they're struggling and they don't want to talk about it. Like, I want to confront you about those issues. Like, I can see the buildup. I can see the anxiousness. I can see the stress that, you know, that it's causing on you. And I think for me, most people uh, don't care enough to actually talk about those issues because they don't want to sit down and spend that time and have those conversations. But I think that's probably one of the most freeing things uh, that you can do for someone. Because one time I heard this in, uh, not sure who, exactly who I heard it from uh, before, but they said, if you get the person right, you get the business right. And I just love that because that's understanding like it's deeper than just the business. Understand like we all outside of this business, we're, we're all three of us is married. We have kids. So like we understand like if our house is not right, then nothing else is going to be right. So you have to have that alignment with almost every area of your life. Uh, and then just the last thing I'll share is uh, he said great coaches don't happen by accident. Uh, one of my favorite books is uh, a small book written by uh, Andy Stanley and it's called Make the Vision Stick. Like he said, you have to constantly model the vision and you have to constantly remind people what the vision is. So I think many times with your culture, like you have to identify what, what you want and, and, and model that for your team, express that for your team, but also empower your team. If you see a coach, like if you see something that we need to change, like you have the power, like you have a voice to speak up, and actually make that change happen. So, and that's the thing that I love about uh, it works and just the structure, everything that we do is like, we're literally building leaders. We're allowing people to build a culture within a culture. Like for us, we have a culture within it works. And also within our organization, there's like so many different cultures because we have leaders who has risen through the ranks and they have like like literally the credibility, not because we favored them, because they worked on themselves. They did personal development, they built their business. They did everything they need to do to get themselves right, to put themselves in the leadership position so that they can empower people and just continue that duplication and multiplication process. So uh, it was just so much good within this that I love. And I just, uh, they have the podcast. I've listened to it several times, the Untrained Leadership Podcast. If you guys get a chance to listen to that, I mean, it's just so good. And it just talks about so many different things. So. Uh, that's just one thing that I love to listen to. And also Craig as well. Uh, if you guys haven't ordered his new book, I pre-ordered it because I was just looking for just different books that I want to read this year. Cause I had a goal last year to read 60 books. And then I heard Dr. Darius Dang, he said, don't read to finish, read to feed. So I lowered my number and I started reading differently. Like I, I don't want to just finish a book to put, to mark it off. I want to get good quality books and literally read, understand, get the concept and then actually apply it. Don't move on to the next thing, but actually apply what I learned into my life so that I can really get the impact, the full impact of the books that I read. So just, uh, if you guys haven't ordered that book, get that book ordered. Cause I, like we listen to the podcast and we see the information and the, the, the valuable people that, that he's bringing on with, and just having interviews bits to, to add value to us. So uh, it's something I think that greatly impact us all. So just so good. And I thank you for sharing this one. I think I haven't heard Dave in a while. So it's kind of good. It's kind of good to hear him because he's very upfront, but he's a very wise and he's a very, when you get to know him in that type of way, very humble guy. Uh, so I just love hearing him speak because he just speaks the truth in love. And that's something I just love. So thank you. So good. All right, guys. I think there's a couple things left for me. So uh, let's, let's see, let's see what I can finish up with. Uh, the one thing that I did, I did want to start with though, is he did say something amazing and I kind of uh, rephrased it a little bit. He goes, when you bring everyone into your team, you might end up with a circus. He said, be specific about the people that you're bringing on your team. 
But here's the thing. I'm going to refute that just a little bit. And here's why. You should be offering this business to everybody and anybody, not in a way that you're desperate, but in the fact that you should have everybody offered the opportunity to be on your team. And if they accept, even if they're a clown, it's okay. Here's why. We have had so many clowns lead us to our next ringleader. And if you don't have those people that you're just kind of uncertain, you're like, I don't know if I want them on my team. But guys, here's the thing about this business. Everybody that you bring into your team may not be a rock star, but every single person has the ability to lead you to the next rock star on your team. So if you forego somebody because you're like, eh, I don't think they're going to do anything or uh, I don't want to bring it up to them today. Like when you're standing at the cash register at the grocery store and you have that prompt of, oh, maybe I should ask them. And then you don't, that could have been your black diamond on your team, but you didn't ask them. So make sure you bring this opportunity to everybody. Yes, you may have a little bit of a circus, but you'll find a bunch of ringleaders to take over responsibility along the way. So I wanted to touch on that really quick, just because of the fact that a lot of people, uh, they're very specific, like they're, they're interviewing people to join their team. When you do that, you're leaving out the what if that person that you didn't like and want on your team led you to the person that you were actually looking for. So make sure that this opportunity is for everybody. We bring excellence. Guys, that statement is amazing. In your mind, do you understand you are the sons and daughters of a king? And the fact that he is the greatest excellence example there is. So why don't we strive for that excellence in everything we do? So make it a point today to start working and thinking towards excellence. You know, we'll never achieve it, but we can always get close and close will create a life that nobody else can ever live because of the fact that it's so incredible when you start striving for excellence, how when you raise that bar, it changes everything around you. Not just you, it actually overflows into the lives of those around you and those that are on your team. And then following up the we bring excellence is this next great statement. We do our work as if unto the Lord. If you are striving to make God happy with your work, guess what? You will produce amazing results. When you see something in your team that is not working we give you permission to fix it. That is how you start standing up and standing apart as a leader is when you start recognizing things and stop waiting for somebody else to fix it for you. You're not getting enough training Zooms. You know, there, there, isn't, there isn't a power hour on your team. Be the one that starts it. Even if it's a power hour of two, if you each sign one person up that month, guess what? Your next power hour is going to be a power hour of four. And if you do that again, the power hour of eight, eventually it turns into the team that you are looking for. So make sure if there's something that's just not 
available on your team, instead of waiting for somebody else to create it, you go out and create it. Talking about leading yourself, when you don't have discipline, you will end up paying for it somewhere. Going back to Dave Ramsey talking about his uh, COVID weight gain. He basically said he got undisciplined with working out and the foods that he was eating, which ended up resulting in 37 pounds he gained. But when he got back into the discipline of working out and eating, those 37 pounds came right off. So if you are not consistent, it will show up in your lack of results. The absolute truth in your business is the exact same. If you are not consistent with your daily tasks, if you're not consistent with doing something to move your business forward, you will have a lack of results. And when you have a lack of results, you get frustrated. And when you're frustrated for too long, you give up and you quit. So the goal is, is to be persistent and consistent, even if it's a small step each and every day or each and every week to move yourself forward. Eventually, it will keep you from getting frustrated, which keeps you in the game long enough for you to see the results that lead to a win. You have to pay the price to get what you want, period. There's, there's really no more to that statement. I love it. It's self-contained. You have to pay the price to get you what you want, period. But also, you need to do an autopsy on your failures. If you're going through failure and you do something dumb, it's okay. As long as you learn the lesson. If you repeat the dumb, that's when it becomes a problem. Make sure that you're doing the autopsy to figure out why it's happening so that you can correct it and move forward towards success. Success is embracing it all, everything that life has to offer. You know, we talk about this all the time. God doesn't bring you to a place just to leave you somewhere. He, he doesn't bring you through trials and tribulations just to leave you in the valley. He wants you to be on the mountaintop. But the thing is, is you have to embrace the suck along with the success. So make sure that you're looking at it as a whole and understanding that while you're going through things, what is it in here that I can learn? Because when you get to the successful side of it, you can look back and go, this is the reason why that happened. Dave said this, live life wide open. Guys, go out, embrace the day, do amazing things to not only change your lives, but change the lives of those around you. Guys, we'll see you again here next time. Make it an awesome day.